Hi, this is Mia Lambert, and today I will be presenting to you a podcast on genocide. The topics that I will be discussing are what is genocide and how it affects people. I will be reading some testimonials from genocide survivors, and I will be discussing a genocide from more than 15 years ago, the Stalin's forced famine, and one from the past 15 years, Rwanda. Also, I will be telling you how we can prevent genocide from happening. We will be starting this podcast off with topic one. I'll be covering what is genocide and how it affects people, what has caused genocide, and how people have recovered from it. The term genocide did not exist prior to 1944. It is a very specific term referring to violent crimes committed against a group with the intent to destroy the existence of the group. In 1944, a Polish-Jewish lawyer named Raphael Lemkin sought to describe Nazi police's a systematic murder, including the destruction of the European Jews. He formed the word genocide by combining geno from the Greek word for race or tribe with side from the Latin word for killing. Genocide cannot be described, um, the term cannot be described by just one definition. Um, There's so many different ways that you can describe genocide and what kind of crimes are genocide. But that is just a um, general definition of what genocide can be and how it came to be about. Um, What has caused genocide? A certain person or group who believes that another group is less superior and does not belong to humanity. To put in simpler words, genocide is caused by bad people doing bad things. Um, Genocide can be caused by many different ways. It's not necessarily one specific reason why genocide happens. Um, Sometimes it could be a miscommunication. Sometimes it's just one ruler who feels the need that a a certain race or, you know, a certain belief, they're not superior to others. And he will put in place an event to get rid of that race or group who believes in the certain religion. Um, How have people recovered from genocide? People have recovered from genocide in many different ways. After the many years of genocide that people have faced, the survivors, the survivors' families, and the citizens who are affected by the genocide recover by remembering. The survivors tell their stories and share with the rest of the world how they have survived and everything that went on during the time of the genocide. The families of the survivors also tell the story of their loved one's survival to help people understand what they went through and what those times were like. The citizens who were affected by the genocide build memorials and make museums to help educate the younger generations. I feel as if um, the survivors or the survivor families didn't um, inform the public about their stories and what went on, then we really wouldn't be educated about what happened and how we can prevent it. Where and when have some happened. Genocide has happened in many forms and different ways over the years, but the most known genocide is the Holocaust. The Holocaust happened between 1939-1945, roughly, throughout Germany and surrounding countries. The Holocaust is the mass murder of some 6 million European Jews, as well as millions of others, including gypsies and homosexuals, by the German Nazi regime during the Second World War to the anti-Semitic Nazi leader Adolf Hitler. 
Jews were an inferior race and alien threat to German racial purity and community. After years of Nazi rule in Germany, during which Jews cons consistently persecuted Hitler's final solution, known as the Holocaust, came to fruition with the cover of World War with mass killing centers constructed in the concentration camps of occupied Poland. For topic two of the podcast, I'll be reading to you testimonials from Stalin's forced famine and Rwanda. I'll also be telling you why these specific stories are important to me. Stalin's forced famine. In the 20th century, Joseph Stalin, leader of the Soviet Union, set in motion events to create a famine in Ukraine to kill people who were seeking independence from his rule. This famine killed over 6 million citizens who lived in Ukraine at the time. Ivana Ozhenko, sorry if that name's pronounced wrong, a survivor of the famine, talks about how her mother would travel long distances to get the littlest bit of bread to her family. She states that even stealing just the smallest amount of food could get you put in a prison camp for 10 years. She also states in her interview that her father, who returned from work during the day, would steal a handful of grain and take home to her mother who would cook it so it couldn't be found. She says that her mother and father were so scared of being caught that her mom sewed little bags in the bottom of his pants to hide the grain he got. Later on in the interview, she says that one day, when she was at the destroyed church with her aunt, a man was talking about the famine and how it was all Stalin's fault. She says that he was later taken away and sent to a prison camp and never returned. I chose this story because I thought even though her parents could have gotten in a lot of trouble for stealing food, they still did it for their family. It reminds me of something that my dad would do for my family if we had been in that situation. My next story is about Rwanda. The genocide that happened in Rwanda nearly killed 1 million Tutsis and Hutus. It lasted 100 days from April 7th to July 16th in 1994. Monica, a Rwanda survivor, shares her story how she married a Tutsi man and during the genocide, her family was attacked by her brothers and father. She stated that they made her watch the slaughtering of her six children and husband. Monica describes that her father blamed her for being a snake Later, she later states that she got in contact with her brothers who had gotten out of jail and joined the club, which helps people and families after the genocide by rebuilding homes, etc., which her brothers were a part of. She now states that she is happy with life. I chose this story because of what Monica went through. Her own family had turned against her and killed her children, and yet she reached out to her brothers who had helped kill her children. She even says that she is happy with life, and I find that very encouraging because she went through so much torture, still learned to find happiness. For topic three of the podcast, I'll be discussing with you how we can prevent genocide from happening. To help prevent genocide in our society today, people need to start by speaking up. Genocide can be prevented if more people spoke up to the political leaders about stopping genocide from happening and informing them about the pain that is caused by genocide. That concludes my podcast on genocide. Thank you for listening.